Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us on this Friday as we are rounding out a week that has been historic by any measure. Uh, You've never seen the members of one's own party uh, throw out the Speaker of the House. Uh, and uh, what what caused it and, and, and why, uh, what what is going on in there now? And there will be some new things uh, that get laid down next Tuesday. You've got candidate forums that are going to take place. They're going to have an election. But let's turn to Mike Huckabee and get his thoughts on this. Governor, um, two, two observations that I had about this, and I want to get your take on it. I was very pleased, for the most part, with Kevin McCarthy as speaker. I thought he had put together a pretty effective machine that was not only raising money, but advancing investigations and other things as were possible in a holder of only a single House of Congress uh, type of mentality. I do understand the factions arguments that the 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 border had not closed up, that there were things that were going on that they were displeased with. And of course, part of the deal of him getting to be speaker was they they made this kind of uh, devil's deal where any one of them could come back and call for his his ouster, which is what ended up happening. My question to you is this. um, The American people seem to be on board with it. Uh, Will this hinder or hurt uh, what the Republicans need to do before uh, November of 24? I think it hurts, and I think it hurts a lot. And the reason is, is because while there are people who think this was a wonderful moment for conservatives and patriots, it really was a terrible moment for conservatives, patriots, and people who believe that government should work. Now, government's never going to be perfect, Kevin, but what we saw last week was that eight members of the House of Representatives from the Republican side, 4% of the Republican caucus, 2% of the entire House, decided that they would partner with Nancy Pelosi, Adam Schiff, Jerry Nadler, Maxine Waters, Eric Swalwell, and AOC, and the whole bunch of them. And they would get rid of Kevin McCarthy by ditching 210 of their Republican colleagues and partnering with the enemy. I don't get that. You know, if what they presented was such a great idea to get rid of Kevin McCarthy, my goodness, they should have had 210 votes to get rid of him, not eight. And and it was just stunning to me that somehow they look at that and call it leadership. Leadership is when you persuade people to follow your point of view. Uh, Dr. E.V. Hill, the great African-American pastor in California, used to say that if you think you're a leader and you turn around and nobody's following you, you're not a leader. You're just out taking a walk. Yeah. And I that what we saw last week were some people, maybe, I'm not even going to question their motives. Let's just say they truly believed in what they were doing. But at some point, you ask yourself, how come more people uh, in this vast number of people, and and the Freedom Caucus, the hardcore conservatives, the Chip Roys of the House, the Marjorie Taylor Greens, the Lauren Boebert, they didn't go along with it. How come? There have been times when I've had a love-hate thing with Matt Gaetz. Uh, He was certainly a supporter of Donald Trump. Um, it really bothered me that there were fundraising letters going out on his masthead the second the vote was taken. And I guess he's raised six or seven million dollars in funds since then. Um, it seems pretty self-aggrandizing. And I just I didn't I couldn't comprehend um, what they were doing. Can I throw this in? Sure. Matt was my congressman 
for a good bit of the 10 years I lived in Florida and I held two fundraisers in my home for him. Uh, you know, I, I, I've been close to Matt for a long time, but I absolutely was just stunned and disgusted with what he did because what he basically did wasn't just get rid of Kevin McCarthy. He shut down the hearings that were going along on the Biden crime family. And until now we get a speaker and re, tool the whole thing, every bit of that's on hold. So, you know, my question to him would be, to what end has this has this moved America forward? You can say, well, Kevin didn't keep all of his promises. Probably didn't. But Kevin had the slimmest of majorities. He barely had a majority. He still had to get things through the Senate and to the president's desk, even if he could get it through the House. But what Matt and the seven others did was to say, we're going to partner with the Democrats. We're going to let them be our our team. And we're going to just because we don't like Kevin McCarthy, we're going to get rid of him. And we're going to do it in such a public way that makes us look like we're not team players. Yeah. And I just find that unfortunate. It's like a person who wants to be quarterback and can't get the other the coaches and the other team members to support him. And so he goes to the opposing team and says, help me break the legs of the guy who's the quarterback so I can be the quarterback. And that's what we saw happen. And I'm not a fan of that. Not even a little bit. No, I'm not either. And I, I, I very much where I started this conversation, like Kevin McCarthy as a human being, as a representative, as a public face for the party, I think he's done a tremendous job. He's engaged media far more on some of the stuff that no Republicans would engage them on uh, defending the January 6th defendants, releasing the tapes, doing things that um, others, others wouldn't do and not, and never shying away from a discussion about, you know, why he was doing what he was doing. And I think he happens to be on top of all that, a born again Christian. So I just, I just felt like he was a good representative for what I, what I'd like to see in those um, uh, positions. And, uh, so let me let me then shift the camera focus, because obviously that's in the past. We have this uh, forum coming up on Tuesday. It's Steve Scalise and Jim Jordan at this uh, point. Um, I, I think Jim Jordan would make a fantastic speaker of the House. What are your thoughts on these two gentlemen? They're both great guys, both men of integrity, and both of them, I think, would serve in the role very well. Um, I know the big question has been, can Steve Scalise handle it from a health perspective, given that he's fighting multiple myeloma. He believes that he can. So it's his case to make when he goes before his colleagues, but it's a tough one. He's got to be able to say to them, I can carry out the stress of this job and do it while I'm being treated for cancer. But I love Steve Scalise. He's he's the real deal. But uh, so was Jim Jordan. He literally so took a bullet the for the cause. On the he literally did. And you know, we don't talk enough about the fact that when I hear all these Democrats whine about how violent Republicans are, it was not a Republican that shot Steve Scalise. It was a hardcore left wing Bernie Sanders supporting Democrat. Yeah. And let's never forget that or let the Democrats forget that the one member of Congress that nearly lost his life because he believed something was Steve Scalise. With either one of those guys, we'll be in fine shape. But we should not have had to come to this. And it's uh, an unfortunate situation for the country. But it's also unfortunate for the Republicans because the media and the other side who gets most of the public forum get to point to this and say, see, these guys have created even more chaos. 
Sometimes disruption and chaos can be healthy, but it needs to have a purpose. It needs to accomplish something other than just to say, boy, we sure messed that up, didn't we? And I'm not seeing what the long-term benefit uh, will be from what the eight people did last week. I'm just not seeing it. I'm not either, but we'll uh, we'll watch with you on Tuesday to see what's next. Real quickly, Governor, what's on your great show this weekend? Well, Congressman John Rose will be with us. I have a feeling we will be talking about these issues <laughs> with him. Former Congressman Doug Collins will be with us as well. And we, we're going to have a special musical tribute to Bobby Caldwell, uh, whose music has been sung from just about everyone. And we're going to feature a very special tribute to him and his music. Oh, interesting. Well, check it out. Uh, 8 and 11, Saturday and Sunday nights on TBN Huckabee Today. Governor, always appreciate your insights. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Kevin. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away.